Hello folks and welcome back to the Marketing and Business Show. My name is Peter Langan and as always I'm here joined by Alex. Alex, how are you doing? Good mate. I'm I'm hoping that my audio is coming through like so crisp that it's almost making you jealous because we've had this like little running debate. Peter actually bought me a microphone, which if you listened to some previous episodes you probably heard about but I never even opened the box that he sent me and went completely against the recommendations that he said and I got uh, this little piece, which is a Blue Yeti. So I'm hoping my audio quality is now top-notch for our podcast going forward. Anyway, (laughs) Peter, what what are we going to talk about today? Because we literally have just pressed record, real ad hoc episode. What do you yes. want to talk about? Well, I think, Alex, because we are now in 2023, which is our first episode of 2023, um, we started with quality, and I think we need to just reflect on the year that was 2022. What do you think? Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, it's just riff on like how 2022 was. That's a cool idea. Yeah. So, well, actually, it's literally just jumped into my mind. 2022 kind of started with us. We went to Denmark. We did get to Denmark. Yeah, that, that was actually the beginning of 2022. It's hard to believe that's over a year ago. We were helping a client. Um, Surely that wasn't over a year ago. Yeah, it was January, was it not? Or February? Well, e- either way, it was cold when we were there, and it was near enough a year, if not. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were doing the um, the seawater swimming. Oh, yeah, we actually went in the most... That was ridiculous, but it was actually quite refreshing. And I, I, I kind of... Kind of wish I'd kept that up to us here because I, yeah, I so, do get a big benefit from cold water exposure. So the the Danes are big into jumping into cold water, and we were kind of like we we're like, yeah, yeah, we'll we'll do it, we'll do it. So we we run down there, and literally the water th- thermometer was like two degrees. That's all I remember. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, it just it just literally you get in and your your brain stops working. <laughs> It like panics, doesn't it? Like your brain, your whole body goes into this sense of like, oh my god, I'm gonna freeze to death. Then what you have am to I doing kind of like, part? yeah, and then you have to kind of turn everything inwards and like focus on trying to calm your breathing down. And then I think the longer you stay in, obviously you can't stay in for too long. But no. anyone who's listened to this has been done cold war exposure and breathing stuff like Wim Hof, Hof stuff before. You'll know how beneficial it is. But if you can get past that initial shock of being like cold or freezing then like the benefits are unbelievable like when you get out like whatever from from past experience like i've not done a cold water dip for ages we actually have a really cold river right behind the house which there's there's quite a few people that actually do cold water um in the morning Seriously? Now, which is pr- quite cool yeah, yeah literally like in the tweed it's mental but um like the benefits when you get out like i almost feel like um like almost like more alive more awake like um, my focus is there. I'm, I'm like, I've got clarity on like what I'm doing or what I'm focused on. So yeah, it's good. It's good. But I just, it's a hard, it's a hard habit to get into, to do that every single yeah. day. Cause like your, your instinct, once you've done it once is like, I don't want to do this again. So you have to almost just build that resilience and keep doing it, keep doing it until it becomes like a habit. I actually have a friend. I remember you, done. you ran and jumped in. You ran and jumped in. I, I just get done. Like I can't. I can't, I can't do that. I just literally have to literally do like a countdown in my head, like three, two, one and go on go. Cause then I find my brain doesn't have any time at all to try and back out of it. 
No. And then it has to just deal with the consequences of whatever I've decided to well, do. Well, I suppose literally when you jump, you can't back out of any of it. You're going one way <laughs> into the water. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think, I think uh, some of the other guys that were there, they jumped in as well, right? Yeah, they did. Yeah, uh, One guy did, one guy didn't. But no, definitely, I went with the steps. But I kind of like that cool. It's just like you just keep walking into it, and it it is cold. But nonetheless, that's how 2022 started. 2023 hasn't started like that just yet, but there's still time. Um, 2023 is off to a heater. Pardon? 2023 is off to a heater. Off to a heater. (laughs) (laughs) So I have started off. Actually, I wrote some things down here. Um, So I don't know if this is in any any particular order. So I want to talk about, first of all, things that I've learned. And maybe, Alex, you can share some things you've learned in 2022. And then I want to just kind of talk about, like, some of the, the goals I kind of have for 2023. Nothing... Nothing too, like, like I have I have goals I've kind of like in my head, but I'm not, I want to just, just sort of share some quick ideas here on, on this, on this podcast. So let me see. Um, I wrote these a few days ago, so I'll be reminding myself of what I've learned. Um, okay, so don't delay. That's something I've written down here is don't delay and waiting on one client. So I think what I mean by that is don't put everything on the shoulders of one client. That, that's kind of my thought from 2022. Yeah, totally. I mean, goes without saying, doesn't it? I mean, if you've only got one source of income, one some one anything that you're relying on, mm-hmm. uh, especially from a business standpoint, if that gets pulled from underneath you or a client decides they don't want to work with you anymore, unfortunately, then you you just like cut a big income source from whatever you're doing. So. <laughs> Well, what I'm kind of trying to get at with this is that sometimes like we can try to be over delivering for one client or for a client, but then when you're waiting for that client and you're trying to get them like to respond and come back to you, that can really slow your business down because if you're waiting for something to happen and then the next thing and the next thing, and there's no real momentum with that. So it's kind of like, just go for it. What's holding me up now, move forward very quickly and just keep that momentum going. And don't allow that one client to kind of either try and help that one client or only have a one client. Don't let them slow you down. Does, does that make sense? That's kind of what I'm trying to get at. I almost think like the way I think of it is, and in fact, this is kind of like one of my learning lessons from this year from mm. building up my own personal brand and doing the stuff that we've been doing together. Like the more, it's going to sound so simple, but like the more fishing rods you have in the water, the more chance you have of, of catching the fish. So like when that comes to, momentum and achieving something whatever it is mm-hmm. uh you just have all these little things in action and you've obviously then got more chance of somebody replying to your message or a project taking off or somebody mm-hmm. taking the next step in something so yeah i think that's probably been a big takeaway for me actually almost like like you said not relying on one client or one income source or it's already one anything. You, we hinted at that in a previous episode like the 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 correct school of thought is, and I don't know if there's a correct school of thought really, but the a school of thought would be that you know concentrate on one thing, and a lot of people say until you make a million dollars. Now I haven't made a million dollars, so I can't really relate on that. But they say until you make a million dollars, concentrate on one thing. But I think for some people, they need to be doing a few different things. It's kind of like the sum of all the parts equals the whole. So it's kind of like in order to learn and to grow one needs to be doing multiple little projects, but then they all kind of morph together in a way, I think, that they all come together to create that overall project. If, if does that 
that's kind of where I'm kind of thinking about totally. this. Totally, yeah. That kind of actually relates to something I'm studying at the minute. I actually, I haven't actually been doing too much copywriting for the past few months. Like, that's what my background is, like a copywriter, mainly freelance copywriting for the past, like, five or six years. And I took Ooh. a step away from it last year just because I was just burnt out by it and maybe just yeah. needed a change in direction on what I was actually writing about. Um, but this, in the last few months, sorry, in the last month or so, I actually came across another mentor, a guy called Dan Coy. And mm-hmm. um, you mentioned he's, very me. much, he's very much about building a one-person business. So like making yourself the brand, productizing yourself, uh, talking about your interests and building like products and digital stuff around that. And I actually invested in one of his courses, which is like a writing course. Uh, it's not like a, it doesn't teach you anything about technical writing. It, it more teaches you a content ecosystem to help you come up with ideas for writing and, um, and structuring that. But in what I'm going through at the minute in some of his training, uh, he, he talks about having three main areas of interest. So you have your domain of mastery, which is like the thing that will make you money. Then you have something that is like a, an interest and then something that you are actively excited about studying. So there's three kind of like pillars or three topics that you're interested in studying about. And they kind of all, they kind of all like merge together. Like you were just saying then, like you could focus on one thing, like say when it's, it comes to like what we're doing, we could focus on like, uh, I don't know, let, let's just say it's like audience growth. Um, mm. We could be doing this podcast, for example, or we could be uh, putting posts out on LinkedIn or Facebook or whatever, but they're all kind of like, they're all, everything's kind of interconnected when you take a step back and it's all very unique to the person or the business or the, 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 the entity or what's that, Yeah. That's kind that of, I sense. think I went off a, a bit of a tangent, but like no. everything yeah, is interconnected. Absolutely. I think sometimes it's funny that, um, when one starts something <clears throat> leads to a different leads, some of the never really expected. So actually that client we were helping in Denmark that happened, we got, we became connected with them because I sent an email, actually, I remember to that company and they had filed a trademark and uh, not to anyone out there looking for companies with like new products to work with. Just go to the trademark journal and send emails to them. So I sent an email to them. They replied and we started chatting and now actually one of the people that used to work there, we're good friends with and work on different projects with. And that was just like a series of unconnected or unforeseen kind of uh, events. So uh, you're, you're absolutely right, Alex. So um, I completely agree. And that's kind of what I've learned this year. It's kind of like, don't try to make everything perfect. Don't try and, you know, find the thing, just kind of do the thing, do the stuff and it'll all come together. Um, again, another thing I wrote down here, and this is a learning from this year is undervalue my services. So basically like don't undervalue what we do. I think that's, it's so easy for us, for me, for you thinking, oh, you know what, that's easy. You know, why would someone pay for that? Or like, you know, I can't charge that much for whatever the product or service is. But the reality is if you're providing that value to the client um, and they're willing to pay you because they can't do it or can't get access to that information anywhere else or that data, man, like, of course you can charge. And you have to charge properly for for what you're doing. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that's something that me and you kind of struggled with for a time is like learning how to charge properly. Yep, definitely. And still go through like some phases of like wondering, there's almost like imposter syndrome, like wondering, uh, mm. if what, if what we're offering is like worth the value that we're charging for it. And 
most of the time, I'm pretty much all the time, it is, for sure. But for some reason in my head... Yeah, it is. For some reason in my head, I'm like, oh, no, it's not. Like, we can't we can't charge that much for all this, that, and the other. But uh, if a client is getting a deal out of it and it's helping them grow and they're getting, you know, way more in return than what we charge them for it, then it just becomes a no-brainer. That's what, I think that's what I've been trying to be focusing on this last couple of months, trying to create offers that are, like, complete no-brainers for clients. Completely. And actually, it's funny... Um... There was a client, me and you were chatting about it earlier on today, or chatting about them, sorry. And we charged them a fee. And, like, you know, it's not a small fee. It's, it, it was a couple of thousand um, and per month. And what was brilliant about that was that we actually went into their business. We charged that fee along with someone else and ended up that what we did in their business actually paid for our services and then some. Mm. So we literally yeah. cost them nothing. And that, I think that's the beauty. That's a no-brainer offer. And once, once we were able to articulate that on an Excel sheet or a Google sheet, it was like they couldn't but invest. And they got yeah. what they wanted. They, our services cost them nothing. Their business is now improved. It's actually trending better all the time. And voila. That, if every business deal could be like that, you'd have unlimited clients. Yeah, totally. I mean... That client in particular, I remember actually, we jumped on a phone call with them at first and they were a bit hesitant to work with us because they couldn't see mm-hmm. the value that we were offering. And it wasn't until we literally drew it out in front of them and said, look, great, if we implement this, this is how much money you will save, which was more than what we were charging. So then it becomes literally, well, an absolute no-brainer. If you decide not to, yeah. to work with us, then you are literally losing money. Short money down the drain. Down the drain and, like. It's going to cost yeah, and I mean. I mean, how long have we been working with that client for now? Maybe three months and two or three results months. just seem to be get results just seem to be getting better and better. So like we're just working with them on their Amazon business on uh, paid advertising. So helping them like make better use of their advertising spend and just bringing them in more money every month, which is amazing to see. And it's it's even better when they come back to us every month and tell us that they're happy and we show them results and stuff. So just creates that real long-term relationship with a client. Long, is- a long-term kind of relationship. The way you kind of work, want to work with every client. Um, the third thing I've learned this year, and I think you'll completely agree, Alex, um, and again, like a lot of these are shared learnings anyway, um, the power of connectors. Totally. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. Like, So what we've discovered is by having the right connector um, in place, that like a lot of our clients we've got now, like in every aspect of our business has been true connectors. We actually haven't went out and found a new client in a long time because we haven't had to. Like there's always been someone saying, well, look here, work with these guys. They're, they're good. They'll help you in this, that and the other. And that's been absolutely brilliant for us. And so now I think now moving into 2023, it's just about doubling down on those connectors and actually like making sure they're looked after and that we provide like the best service to their clients which then become our clients yeah totally i mean yeah i mean the system we've actually got set up which is it's pretty cool actually i mean like it almost it almost reduces i mean at the minute it's still kind of in the foundational stage so we're still we've literally just built the offer and like lined everything out and stuff but it the way it works Mm -hmm. is it it reduces our need to do outbound marketing so because we're working mm. with connectors with a no-brainer offer and our connectors actually earn money from 
the results that we get as well, they're yeah. almost like inclined to want to find more clients for us. So it almost, it, you can just see how this spider webs out and just, we don't need that many people to work with to have a really good base of clients who like get amazing results, love working with us. It's just like a thumbs up all around. Absolutely. And um, that's, you're talking about the data business that we're kind of building as well, like, which is, which is probably a business I'm probably the most excited about for 2023 because the potential is just absolutely enormous and it's, it's so, so powerful. But I think I want to actually dig into that in another episode because to be honest with you, we could, we could talk about that for weeks and weeks on end, but I think it's definitely important to give an episode just to that. And um, because a lot of people listening here wouldn't have heard us talk about that just yet. And actually bear in mind, Alex, I want to say, I was talking to a lot of people over Christmas and the New Year's. And they were like, oh, I was listening to your podcast. <laughs> That's really cool. That's cool. I mean, I think when you told us we, you wanted to do a podcast, I'm all up for it. Because I, I do like talking about, do, talking about our passions. and like, <laughs> Do what you like talking about yourself? <laughs> I like talking about what we're up to and like ideas and stuff. Uh, but I feel a podcast yeah. is like, I feel a podcast is something that we do for the long term. I mean... It's kind of the good thing about podcasts is it's fairly low commitment. Like, I mean, there's no editing at all. Like we're using some software that literally just uploads it straight to a podcasting platform. So compared to video creation, it's, it's amazing. And it just gives mm-hmm. us like the freedom just to talk about what we're doing. And then hopefully that snowballs over time and more and more people listen to us. And then, yeah, there's nowhere else to go. And we get better at talking. Yeah. And not talking and over the, each the other. The podcast might get more interesting. Yeah, well, I think that's yeah, the internet, okay. Alex. We'll have to work on your... Yeah, probably is the internet. Um, and yeah, we'll get definitely have more interesting stuff to talk about. 100%. So for 2023, these are these are my goals now. So that's kind of like 2022 with a few wee goals stuck in there. Um, compounding vehicles, which the data certainly is. Like that's, that's probably my most powerful compounding vehicle. But I do really like Amazon as well. So I like, like just... Kind of always keep that kind of ticking along, working away on it because I just I just like it. But I'm um, definitely identify compound vehicles, um, and then just building my daily routine. So goals would be continue with the gym. I'm really enjoying that. I think Headspace with going to the gym is so so powerful. And you know, you were telling me to start doing weights and all that, do this like the strength training before the running, which I have actually started. Um, I did that yesterday and I did it, sorry, I did it today and did it before I left. So I was in London for the weekend um, and that's been pretty, pretty cool. And I'm, I'm just really enjoying that and doing that. Um, yeah. It's kind of your inspiration of me to kind of, I was always doing a bit of running, but you were kind of like, you should go to the gym, you should go to the gym. So definitely that is something that I love and I want to just continue in 2023 and also definitely go over and actually go to one of those, um, what are they called? Gym sessions with you. What are they called? Um, Crossfit. What type of gym session do you do? CrossFit? CrossFit, yes. Do a, do a CrossFit uh, session um, with you guys. And then just continue like, building goals. I'm reading a book at the moment, which I'd recommend to everyone. Um, I've read it before numerous times, but now I'm actually really concentrated on it, which is called Psycho-Cybernetics. It's, like, it's kind of like the original kind of like, I don't want to say self-help because it's not help I'm looking for. It's kind of like self-improvement, I would say. It's like the original self-improvement book out there. Yeah. Yeah. I've actually... So... I don't think I've actually read that book, you know, ironically. I think either either that or 
I think actually, no, I think I've listened to an audiobook. I haven't actually read it. I'd I'd recommend it's just like it's one like you just keep refollowing and keep going with it. Just every time you pick it up, you just take something different from it. But I'm trying to implement it into my life as well, into my daily daily habits because that's how you build, and that's how you, that's a compounding vehicle, I suppose. Everything compounds, mm-hmm. as we said in previous episodes. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. What is your kind of rounding this all, this episode up? What would your thoughts be on 2022 slash 2023? Um, I would like to build a number of different income, like work on a number of different income vehicles, um, more for my own, like just for my own my own sanity, I guess, or my own, uh, my own growth. Um, yeah, since, since finding this new mentor or like since diving into more stuff about building like a one person business and obviously the stuff that we've been working on, uh, you kind of, I don't know if you just get stuck in a rut with certain things. I just feel that depending on like, for example, you read psycho psycho cybernetics. That's like a tongue tweet, a tongue twister. Yeah. Um, <laughs> depending on when you read that, like if you read it now, if you read it at the start of twenty twenty two, and then you read it now again, I guarantee you would pull out uh, different nuggets of like information that were useful to you because you're like at a different point in Stage. your life or business journey, or whatever. And I feel that's mm-hmm. like the same for me. So I'm actually revisiting a few books at the minute which like, like actually gave me a lot of uh, clarity years ago and like re rereading those books or re-listening to those books, those same books, you, you kind of like come at things from a different perspective and that's kind of opened my mind to like all these other or new opportunities of, or how to think about things, which I may not have seen or come across before. So, um, that's kind of like where I'm at. I don't really have any anything specific goals like numbers to hit or anything like that. I just, as long as I can keep a consistent, um, like growth, growth, growth for a year, and just have have momentum. Yeah, sure, you're gonna have like ups and downs with everything you work on and stuff. Like momentum's gonna disappear and then it's gonna come back. Um, maybe just having the goal, like recognizing that, and then just continuing trying to find ways to create momentum. And then get back into doing things and yeah, that's kind of like where I feel where I make the most progress in anything. So if I can do yeah. that, I'll be happy. Brilliant. Well, there we have it. We'll hear, we'll mm. hear more in January, 2024, when Valix achieved set goal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm a momentum train. Indeed. But here guys, um, <clears throat> hope you're enjoying the podcast. So if you are, make sure to like it. Uh, leave us a review um, if it's good. Even if it's bad, you can leave us a review as well. Just not as bad as you might otherwise do. Give us a three star. Um, and make sure to subscribe. And we really appreciate that. And nonetheless, folks, it's really good chatting with you. Good sharing this with you. And um, we'll be back again for the next episode in the not too distant future. See ya.